Bonjour, mesdames et messieurs. In this video, I want to reveal all the secrets and all the tricks to get an amazing panorama like this without a tripod. This was shot by hand without a tripod and it's gallery quality. So come and join me for this secret right now. All right, mesdames et messieurs, so sorry for being away for a few weeks. I was uh, shooting a TV pilot that I wrote that I'm hoping to get financed as some crazy science fiction TV pilot I've had in my mind for a long time. I've wrote a lot of episodes. I shot the first two. There's a lot of post-processing, a lot of VFX. It should be coming out in April. I hope you're going to enjoy it. All right, so I was uh, a lot in Paris, and while in Paris, I found out about this department store called La Samaritaine we just, that just reopened after 15 years of renovations. And on top, you got different bars, and they have this crazy view of Le Pont Neuf all the way to the Eiffel Tower. And, um, but tripods are not allowed there, and I wanted to shoot at the good light. So what I did is I went up there, got a coffee, took out my Fuji GFX 100S, which is a stabilized camera. And let me show you the settings that I did. So what I did is I took three photos. And uh, uh, if you look at the metadata, you will see it was shot at 120th of a second at F4, ISO 1250. So I'm always shooting for the lowest ISO possible, but I wanted to get the blue hour. It was getting really dark. So I know with a stabilized body in general at 120th of a second, if you put on a self-timer, if you, don't forget the self timer, you can get a sharp photo. With a non-in-body stabilization, I usually go to 140 or 150 for safety. But also, you always gotta make sure your photo is super sharp once you take it. So anyway, I went to 120, I went to F4. Now, F4 seems to be pretty wide. It's the widest I could go with my lens. But uh, when you don't have anything close to your camera, it's pretty good. And 1,250 was the minimum ISO possible to get uh, a sharp photo. Check it out. This is a 102 million pixel file and it's really pretty sharp. Uh, I'm actually trying to set it to my galleries right now. And so what I did, I mean, it's a bit noisy, but it's, it's a lot of pixels, it's gonna come out nice. So uh, I took one photo, then I moved a little bit to the left, uh, was about 20%, took a second photo, and then took a third photo where the Pont Neuf, the, one of the most beautiful bridge of Paris is. Then you select all three photos, you right click, and you go to Photo Merge Panorama. Now at this point, uh, I shot this at 32 millimeters, so you can try, there's different projections. It's a different way of stitching, of putting the, the photos together. Uh, I think perspective doesn't work, because I find perspective um, only works at 35 millimeter and above, and this was 32 millimeter. Uh, cylindrical actually works great, and spherical, uh, works pretty good but i prefer cylindrical because it gave me a little more uh, roof a little more ceiling so then what i did is i clicked here on this new option called fill edge and what that's going to do is going to create all the missing pixel that was there and um it's going to do a good job for the sky it's going to do a really bad job here it can be very useful especially for the sky okay then uh i never use the auto setting option because that's going to retouch the photo Without my agreement, I never use auto settings. Create stack, yes, it's good to get tidy and to get everything into one place, and boom. So this is this is the final result, and um, it's a, it's a DNG file, it's a RAW file, but it's a panorama RAW file. And if you look here, uh, you may get some messed up things here because of the auto field, which is fine. Um, 
the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to crop this and I'm going to use, so if you use the cropping tool here, you can get, and you press the O key, you can get different composition aid. Um, so classic is rule third. Uh, you know, this is a different way of composition where you have to put interesting things at the intersection. I, this is another one. I like to use this one and I like to use this one. So on this one, I'm first going to take the angle tool, make sure my horizontal line is pretty straight. And then I'm going to see if I can position. Um, I know I got some uh, non-good data here, so I want to position this. I still want to get the Eiffel Tower in full. I don't want to... So this is a rule in composition. Don't have something too close to your border. It's called border police, border breathing. So you go through your border and you make sure you don't have anything important that's too close to your border. And in this case, I do, which is the Eiffel Tower. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go here and make more room i yeah that's good enough the eiffel tower is kind of the star of the photo i could go here and like really go on uh you know uh, rule of third but i don't like to have a too much panel plus i'm missing that so i think i'm just going to go like this and it's okay if you don't have exactly the rule of third and if i press o here i've got this really cool curve that almost goes here to this beautiful lighted place which is kind of cool so i'm happy with that and that's going to give me my framing. And now comes the time of magic. Now, before I show you my little secrets on getting this night photo really cool, um, I really advise you to get my free toolbox. I remade a new free toolbox uh, for 2022 that has new 8K skies in it. It's got new textures. It's got new presets. And it's really cool. It's all free. It comes with one half hour of training. It shows you my entire workflow. It's completely free. If you do get it, you will have the opportunity to get my complete uh, signature preset. You don't have to. From the moment you put in your email, it's going to come. It's going to create an account on my website and it's going to be there for you. Also, you're going to get lots of emails from me where I'm going to give you lots of free tutorials, lots of incredible prices, only valuable on email on my full courses. So watch for that. Anyways, so now that we've done that, I'm going to go my regular workflow. I'm going to open the shadows and bring down so on this one i'm not going to be on the highlights too much because i like the cd by night i'm going to hold on the option key because i want to do my black point and white point so hold on the option key and go black you want to get about this much so remember when you hold on the option key or the alt key on windows what happens is you see pure blackness meaning there is no more information in this little yellow dots you want a little bit of that and then you want to do the opposite with the white but when it comes for night, I don't really care to have a little bit of burn light like this. So that's kind of cool. And that's my starting point, but I still find it's too dark. So I'm going to make it a little bit brighter. But what I'm going to do, and that's the secret, is I'm going to dodge and burn. Uh, and I do that on every of my cityscapes. I dodge and burn a lot of them. I'm going to add a bit of contrast. Now for the white balance, I can play around. I think it's a little blue, maybe warm it up a bit or just a bit and maybe add a tad of magenta, just a bit. I kind of like that. And um, I wish I could be on a tripod so I could don't have to get this water. I don't like when the water looks like sandpaper, but in this case, it came out pretty, pretty neat. Okay, now two things I'm gonna do on the dodge and burn. I'm gonna go here and I'm gonna create a brush. And uh, on this brush, remember you can hold the middle mouse to make your brush higher or bigger. Uh, I'm going to make a big brush and I'm going to add some exposure and I'm going to add some minus clarity. Minus clarity is going to help 
uh, basically make the light glow. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna paint here actually even more. I really want to make this whole line here glow all the way from the point of bridge and all the way there. Okay, that's kind of cool. Okay, the next thing I'm gonna do on this one is I want to enhance a little bit that sort of uh, sunset. You know, I was shutting toward the west, so I'm gonna go here, create a new mask. But this time I'm gonna use the radial gradient. Uh, I'm not really enjoying this new uh, interface, to be honest. Uh, I prefer the old version of... Uh, I, I mean, I love the select subject and subject sky thing. Uh, but anyways, I'm going to do that. And on this one, I'm just going to add a bit of brightness just to make the bottom of the sky a bit better. And then I'm going to create a new mask. And this time, I'm going to use this new feature called select sky. And it's going to detect the sky. Boom. And then I can play around. What can I do with the sky? I can maybe make it a bit more white or blue in this case maybe a little bit more blue a bit more magenta i like to you can add clarity or minus clarity i like to add a bit of minus clarity in my sky and um that's about it okay last but not least one more mask and this time it's going to be a linear gradient and it's for this part you see the eyes go to the brightest part of the photo and i want the eye i want the eyes to go like this okay i don't want the eyes to go here so I'm going to make a gradient here and I'm going to make this part darker, much darker, okay? And then on this one, I'm actually going to add a one more brush, sorry, one more brush here. And then on this one, I'm going to go minus exposure and this is too bright for me. So I'm going to make this a bit darker, just attracts, maybe lower the highlights on this one, just attracts too much the, the eye. I want the eye to go like this, okay? Um, Okay, one more brush, and I love brushing over and over and over and over. It really makes uh, this thing. But stay until the end, because I got some really cool trick on sharpening I want to show you. Remember, it's a 1,250 ISO photo. Uh, I always do my sharpening and my nose reduction at the end. So I'm going to go here, one more brush. And then on this one, I just want to add a little bit of exposure just here on the water. Make that water shine a little more just here and here just a little more just to make it more interesting and the reason I'm doing a separate brush is I like to you know every brush must have their its own value okay and um, all right now once that's done then I'm going to zoom in on 100% and remember it was a 1250 ISO so it's a, it's a bit noisy so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to noise reduction here detail and I'm going to go probably around 20 of noise reduction and then I'm going to so I have a rule is whatever noise reduction I've done I'm going to deduct that from 100 and that's going to give you my sharpening so 100 minus 20 gives 80 and so the sharpening I'm going to go to 80 okay but that's not all you see the no the sky is still very noisy and that's because the sharpening is being applied everywhere so you don't want that so what you want to do is you want to create a mask where the sharpening is happening. So for this, you hold on the option key, you take the masking and you go to the right uh, until you see. So what is black is not going to get sharpened. I don't want to sharpen the sky, just a little bit the edge and boom. And now it's much cleaner, much cleaner. But that's not all. What I'm going to do now is I'm going to take one more brush for sharpening. And this time I'm going to add just a little bit of texture and a little bit of clarity. Okay. And then, oh, sorry, uh, where is my tool here? Brush, I don't know what I did. Uh, clarity, yes, okay, here's my brush. 
And I don't want to add sharpening everywhere. What I did was a basic, basic sharpening, but I do want this here, just that, not the water, just these buildings a little more sharpened. And you won't see it on the video, but when you make a big print, it will make a difference. I want to make this a little more sharpened and a little more. I mean, it's not the sharpest photo in the world because it's 1250 ISO, but I'm telling you, it's going to print really well. I'm actually going to print it for my home. I really enjoy this photo. So voila. And uh, it's still going to do well because when you print, it just, it just works out pretty well. Uh, there's so much detail on this photo. Uh, it's going to come out really well. So um, one more thing, very important. If you can smash like button, just take a second and like the video. It really helps because whenever you like the video, YouTube is like, oh, people like this video. I'm going to show this to other people. It's the one thing you can do to help me is just give me a little like. Really makes a difference. And get my free toolbox. It's going to change your life. I've had people going pro just downloading the free toolbox, doing the entire training, working out this workflow. This is how I got my work in over 100 galleries, uh, how I made my books. Most of it is revealed in that free toolbox. So the link is right under the video. Get it. I promise you will love it. And I'll see you in another video, mesdames and messieurs.